Do you recall when the Fannie Willis case came about? You didn't know who she was. You thought, okay, maybe there's some kind of a mild disagreement, perhaps a potential conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't look anything that great. You thought probably the racketeering case was a a little extreme, a little exaggerated, a little nuts. But you figured, you know what? What are you going to do? Okay, fine. Whatever. Whatever. And then it started. And then one of the most interesting aspects began as Ashley Merchant pursued this case, pursued it, pursuant to her representation. And she decided that she was going to look into the relationship between Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. What are you going to do? And it seemed at best that maybe this might have been perhaps a violation of an internal policy at the at the office, at the Fulton County DA. There was a, a non-nepotism uh, policy, but this wouldn't clearly be nepotism because this was a lover-lover situation and not anything involving family members and the like. Okay, fine, so that's that. And then as it began, Fannie Willis, remember, who could have just played this low, played this respectfully, she immediately just showed the arrogance, like, like one of these nature films, you know, when, this, when the bird struts its plumage and, 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 and tries to attract a suitor or, or well, it's just kind of in reverse, but in any event, this, this haughty puffery, this how dare you. You're not going to get, you're, you're intrusive. In fact, As this developed, one of the most incredible stories ever was when Andrea Dyer Hastings, the lawyer, the defense lawyer for Joycelyn Wade, said that when she wanted to subpoena, keep in mind this, when she wanted to subpoena, or did subpoena, Fannie Willis, Fannie Willis came back with the notion of basically a threat saying what you are doing could very well be construed as a an obstruction of justice, or trying to impede an ongoing investigation, etc., etc., etc. Unbelievable. And it gets better and better and better. And what's happening, and this is important to note, what's happening is that you never get to see this form of arrogance this way this much. It's It's not done. It's never been done. Let me say this again. We have always thought that there were haughty, uh, obstreperous, rude, power-hungry, megalomaniacs. You know, we we heard sometimes maybe in 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 the Nixon tapes, we thought, wow, we never get to see a side of this. We never, we just don't. Because politicians are smart enough and wise enough and have a certain degree of self control that they would never fall to these levels until we met Fannie Wilson, the devil down in Georgia, the the mistress of the N-word, narcissism, because this is the only way to explain this attitude. Remember what happened with Senator, State Senator Burt Jones. He was 
charged, or he was going to be charged, investigated by Fannie Willis. And uh, Fulton County Judge Robert McBurney disqualified her in her office because she, while all of this was going on, while the targeting, the investigation, she hosted a, a party for his political adversary or opponent, Charlie Burns. This is this is the disconnect. This is a sense of, I'm not going to follow the rules. I don't need no stinking rules. I'm Fanny Willis. And don't give me that highfalutin, fawny business. It's Fanny. Now, here is going to be the hurdle. And this is going to be the, this is going to be the difficult time, the, the difficult uh, point for Ashley Merchant and the like. Number one, it's not enough to say or to show that Fannie Willis violated some rule, either an ethical rule, a criminal law, a tax code, whatever it is. What is the problem and what is, what is problematic is her not, how do we say this, her having that behavior that doesn't necessarily rise to the level of conflict of interest where she's conflicted out. Does she have a stake in the prosecution and the conviction of any of the 15 or so defendants? Does her sexual uh, tawdriness, her concupiscence, have anything to do specifically with it affecting Donald Trump and his case? Does does Mr. Wade, is, is he financially in it so that his success and monetary rewards are contingent upon Donald Trump being convicted? See, that's the issue. And what I'm always going to do What I'm always going to do to you, my dear friend, is to tell you the truth. I'm not going to give you a a mere diatribe calling for Fanny to be tossed into the calaboose and frog-marched out of her office. That That might be nice, but we have to look at the law. See, in the case of Charlie Burns, it could be argued she was politically involved in Mr. Burns' success and was prosecuting his opponent, namely Burt Jones. That kind of makes sense. If if Fannie Willis were running for re-election and she were to prosecute her opponent directly, that would be a conflict of interest. But the issue is, how has this behavior, how, how has the a prosecution of Donald Trump and her involvement in anything involving either her or Mr. Wade, how is it somehow violating President Trump's due process rights, his right to a fair trial? How are they impeding the fair and equitable prosecution of a defendant? How does that work? How, and also remember, the people of Fulton County, because this is, in essence, Georgia or the state of Georgia or people of Fulton County, versus the named defendants. What about their rights? Got to think that as well. If you were to send this to the prosecutorial council for perhaps uh, some form of 
recusal and redirecting and reassignment. It, 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 it who knows? Last I checked, Mr. Jones's uh, retrial or reassignment is kind of going nowhere. By the way, he is the current uh, lieutenant general of Georgia. So these these are very, very fine areas. In my opinion, Judge Tarrant, excuse me, Judge, um, Judge McAfee, Judge Scott McAfee will absolutely disqualify the office because of the volume, the tenor, the anger, the antipathy, all of the uh, ancillary factors that though, albeit perhaps not directly, directly mandating and urging the immediate finding of a disqualification, would nonetheless impede and significantly interfere with the fair administration of justice in this case, both from the point of view of the people of Fulton County and from the named defendants. So it is, it is, he will do it. He will do it reluctantly, but he will have to do this. He cannot in any way allow this circus, this complete and total collapse of order, this Contumacious perjurer, and let's face it: if 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 Fanny Willis has not committed perjury, I'm Eleanor Roosevelt. And with her co-defendant, Mr. Wade, who has committed perjury at so many levels and in so many shades and hues and variations, I can't even keep track of them. So, dear friend, keep watching what I'm suggesting. Keep focusing on what's happening. Follow me. Follow me through this. Follow each and every party, each and every layer of the onion being peeled and retracted and reflected and, and analyzed. This is one of the most fascinating cases we will ever see in a long time. I ask you, dear friend, also to please like this video and subscribe to the channel. Oh, subscribe. Subscriptions are so critical. And also hit that little bell so you're notified of live streams and new videos. And whatever you do, dear friend, dear, dear and trusted colleague and centurion of truth, comment as you see fit.